0: Talk Radio.
1: Tune in to conversations with Dr. D. Evan Young
0: The 4th of July, America Today is July the 3rd, 2013 We're on, I guess, what we could consider the eve of 4th of July And boy, do we have a topic for you today Have you ever found yourself in a situation Where a relationship that probably at one point was really cool That's really uh, fulfilling, validating And even suing to the spirit turn into some crap where you go, what the hell? And you've got this person uh, that you'd be smiling when you saw just their number show up on your cell phone. Now you see a number show up on the cell phone, but it doesn't have that number. It says blocked. And you're wondering, why am I getting this call? What is going on with this person that I broke up with? And for some reason, they cannot get the message. Well, we're going to be talking about that today, and I have my co-host and my sidekick, comedian Anthony Torino. On oh, what's up, Anthony?
1: Hey guys, can y'all hear me pretty good?
0: Uh, yeah, well, a little bit. Uh, get your get get to the mic a little bit more.
1: Okay. Now um, I'm going to try it again.
0: What's up, Anthony? <laughs>
1: Hey, not too much. I'm trying to keep my voice down a little bit because I'm outside my girlfriend's bedroom window, and I don't want her to know I'm here. So if y'all can't hear me, you know, be patient with me. I'm trying to check her story. You know what I mean? got to check her story out. Make sure she's telling the truth. You know how that goes.
0: Hey, dude, you know what? Uh, seriously, Julia and I were talking about, like, people and stalking. And earlier, you know, I- I'm going to just share my story. I dated one of the sweetest, most beautiful women you would ever meet a few years ago, and that relationship went from beautiful to what the hell. And and I and here's what happened, folks, because I I know I want this to make sense. I was out at a Starbucks with a you know a couple of city councilmen from a small town here in Houston. I mean, outside of Houston, and a couple of mentees. So I thought I saw someone coming out the restaurant. You know how you get that look, Anthony, and it's like you think you see something and you go, No, nah, I didn't see that. But well, dude I look back it. exactly. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, that was that was really it. I look back and so when we're leaving, all of a sudden I see this a uh, cute little, this short little woman coming at me like, like running a forty-yard sprint in the NFL, and I'm going, what the hell? it's 12:30. You live 40 miles from here. What are you? And and then later, you know, I just kind of blew it off and figured, you know, everybody has the moments. I damn sure have mine. And I guess maybe weeks or a few, or maybe yeah, it wasn't even weeks later. I did a promotional event, and you know, I'm signing autographs, people taking pictures, pictures show up on Facebook, and I have a few of these people email me and said, uh, "Well, I had someone harassing me because I took a picture with you." Well, so finally, I just got to a point that I said, "Something is wrong here." And I knew stuff was really, really wrong when my, at that time, brand development manager called me. And and Erica makes this comment. She says, uh, you know, I had this person attempt to friend me on Facebook, and I don't know who they are. So I was wondering who they are, and I clicked on their name, and they had over like 30 or 40-something pictures. And one album of me, not to mention a bunch more and others, and right then, I knew I'm being stalked. Anthony, what's your experience with
1: this? Well, I, I know this, first of all, I want to say this is like rich white people problems. You know what I mean? I want to be stalked. I'm taking applications for stalkers. You know, if you got somebody stalking you, you're a lucky person. You know, I'm trying to get a date. I'm trying to get somebody to <laughs> hang out, phone coffee with me. And so... You know, I I don't really want to complain too much if you got a stalker. I mean, I know women—they, you know, women are always out there looking. You know, I want a man that you know he's loyal, ambitious, got some discipline, he's got a plan, pays attention to me. Well, that defines a stalker. He's your man. And so I don't, I don't understand what the problem is necessarily. I I want stalkers. I'm trying to start my own stalking (laughs) club. So, I've. You know, I, I I want a woman that's that dedicated and loyal to me. Wants to spend her time with me. So, you know, I, I, maybe I see it from the wrong angle, but right now that's that's where I'm at in my life. Pete. Well,
0: well, man, I'm gonna tell you like this. Julia put the thing up on um on the on the blog site in a promotional uh, post or something, and it said something to the effect of, "We went for a, a walk this evening, and it was really nice." bad the other person didn't know it. You know, and that's what's going on, like with stalkers. Like, I'm gonna give you some stuff. Here's some historical things that I found about some stalkers. Now there was this guy named John Bardo, and he stalked this actress named Rebecca Schaefer. What happened was that Bardo had a long history of stalking celebrities to start with, and in 1986 he became fixated on this little starlet Rebecca Schaefer. She was starring in a sitcom that probably nobody remembers called My Sister Sam. But three years later, this dude used a private investigator to locate her home address. He showed up at her apartment and politely uh, asked her to sign an autograph. Well, she signed it, but he returned. She asked him to leave, which pissed him off. The guy produced a gun and just shot her dead. You know that's one. And then there was this other crazy. Uh, chick, She was in, uh, in Had a tattoo on her forehead Which you already know somebody's a little throated. is you got a tattoo saying God on your forehead but then She was 33 years old Had been arrested in 2012 for stalking A female corrections officer That she met during a previous Jail stint Now this woman her name is uh, I think her name is Calloway or something like that Had the word God Tattooed on her forehead Now she believed in her mind that her and this officer were in a love affair, and now she's currently awaiting trial. Now, this guy, Merrick, I know you've heard of him. His name was John Henn. This idiot shot uh, the president, and he shot a president to, uh, to him, Jody Foster. I guess he didn't know that woman was gay, but obviously it didn't work out well for him. He went to jail and uh, for attempted murder of a sitting president. Then we had another guy, this guy cyber-stalked a Facebook model. The model name is is um, Courtney Rippert, and she had like over 200 and something fans on Facebook. And We're going to talk about cyber-stalking via Facebook and uh, LinkedIn and what have you. But this guy started sending threatening messages because she – Out of 200 fans, of course, she's not going to respond to every message. So this guy ends up uh, talking about he's going to cut her throat with a piece of broken glass and all this. The FBI finally tracked his crazy ass down in Chicago, and now he's awaiting trial. But the ones that really get me now, these are really weird. Uh, There was a 36-year-old guy named Robert Ryan that was arrested in March of 2009 because he stalked an Olympic old male-winning gymnast. And she was also, if you may remember this girl, she was on Dancing with a person's name was Sean Johnson. And uh, this guy stalked her during the dance competition, and when the police finally caught up with him, he, they found him with a loaded shotgun, a loaded handgun, duct tape, and love letters in his car. I think old girl danced her way on that one. Now, here's the really weird one. The guy that started... Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg. And after that, is a weird person to stalk. But he had to file a restraining order uh, against a guy named Pre Dip, and I'm not even going to try his name. But I think it's Manu Kanda. And according to Zuckerberg, Kanda was following and threatening him, as well as sending hand letters and Facebook messages to him. I wonder how in the hell he managed that because trouble with my Facebook account. I can't even get anybody to write me back. Oh, well. Uh, then the next one, this is uh, Madonna had so many stalkers, but that I'm more concerned about the stalker treatment than Madonna. But it's really weird. This young girl named Laura Decker, she's a 16-year-old Dutch girl who set a world record in 2012 for being the youngest person to complete a solo journey around the world. And she is being stalked by some 60-year-old white dude. I know Viagra has side effects, but damn, that is really a weird one. And then here's the other one. There's this lady named Margaret Mary Ray. She stalked. David Letterman, that's right, the late show David Letterman. For almost a decade, Ray believed that Letterman was her husband. She was arrested multiple times for breaking into his home. She even stole his damn car and left out gifts for him to find at the office house and, uh, and other places that he would frequent. So Letterman actually started making jokes about this woman and refused to press charges against her Dave, I think that's a little throw. But these are just some of the uh circumstances that have taken place with stalkers. Now I have to ask my producer, Julia, I know you don't like coming on too much, but I gotta ask you. My Julia is absolutely stunning. I know as attractive as you are, you had some idiot attempt to stalk you and if I know you he probably didn't get far. So what have you ever had that happen? And
2: so what did you do about it? Um, like I told you before, I have a pretty good crazy detector. So I have not had a lot of stalkers because I sniff out those kind of people quickly and try to move on. The only situation I had, um and it wasn't funny, I was actually very scary. I met a guy at a club and that next morning I had a post it note one my mailbox downstairs from him, so somehow he had, I don't know, either followed me to where I live or found out where I lived from somebody that knew me and put a Post-it note with his name and phone number. Luckily, I was in a building with a desk guard, so he couldn't just come up to my apartment door, but um, let's just say I had a friend of mine quickly handle that situation and I didn't have any problems after that day, so... Thank Julia, that's I
1: romance. Well, I think that sounds like romance to me. That
2: not like a sweet <laughs> move. What was?
1: That's. Just, I mean, um, the man you know was just I... trying to show, express his love. How do you? How do you qualify that as a stalker? I don't. You I don't see that. that that's necessarily calls, a stalker.
2: House Anthony, that's boundaries. You know it's, what stalkers? It could be romantic, but they cross boundaries. That's when it becomes stalking. When you cross boundaries, so yeah, no, that was that was. Okay, you know. I have
0: got to ask you a question, Julia. What you said that you have like this uh, idiot radar or this uh, this ability to sense someone is uh, one bird one egg shot of a dozen. What mm-hmm. were the signs or are the signs just uh, in your experience that kind of say is this person is a what what were the first indicators?
2: Um. With this person specifically, and I guess it applies in general, If and I don't want this to sound bad because I hate the rules that we set up about you have to wait a certain number of days to call, but he called me before I got home. He called me again when I got home, and then apparently he either was sitting out looking at me get home the whole time or I don't know, but then he called the next morning. If somebody calls too frequently, too much, text too quick, if they're too emotional, too soon, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to be married, we're going to be together forever, but y'all just met. Those are definitely two red flags. And then I think one thing we forget to do is just to ask people, and this is my general rule in life now with men, women, everybody, just ask people about their childhood, how they grew up. Because chances are, if they still have lingering negative relationships, um, there's just stuff that's going to carry over. So you just have to ask people about their last relationships, about their family relationships, and you find out a lot.
0: Boy, well, I t- I we're going like to get ready to, to take a break. for just, Wait, what did you say, Anthony?
1: I said, it sounded like he was trying to keep her safe, you know, checking on her, make sure she got home, make sure she was safe. He was just trying to make sure she wasn't being stalked. He was stalking her in case she had a stalker. That, that right there, that's love. He's trying to keep you safe and protected. I, I might give that guy a gold star.
0: Yeah, I might give him a star, too, like some check marks by his neck. Uh yeah. Hey, here's what we're going to do, America. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne. We'll be right back in about 45 seconds. comment and tell us your stalker story or uh, get some advice on how to deal with a stalker, you can hit up today at 646-478-5610. That's 646-478-5610. Today's show topic is somebody is watching me. Now, one thing that most people don't know is what the hell makes you a stalker. So to answer that question, I've got a few things that will give you an indication that either you or someone with whom you are dealing, you be just a little bit uh, breaking the boundaries, to put it mildly, or to say in some good old country boy Dr. D. Von Young talk that your ass may really be crazy. um If you don't read or study anything else in life about stalking, uh, please get your pen out and write these things down because if these things... Are part of someone's psyche that is dealing with you. A part of your psyche, you are a stalker or have the Petula V one or you're dealing with one. So here's number one: stalkers will not take for an answer. They refuse to believe that a victim is not interested in them or will not rekindle their relationship and often believe that the victim really does love them but just doesn't know it and needs to be pushed into realizing it. Now, as long as they continue pursuing their victim, stalker can sometimes convince themselves that they have not been completely rejected yet. Anthony, what do you think about that?
1: Well, I'm let me on, on a serious note on that. Women sometimes and I'm not blaming this on women, but women are too polite sometimes. They won't tell a man flat out I'm not interested. And that's and that's one of the things they need to say is you're not my type. I'm not interested. If this moves forward, I'm going to take some action. Because women sometimes will drag it out and and trying to be too polite not hurt the person's feelings. That's one of the things I definitely say. A woman really needs to step up and say, "Look, I know when they tell me, "Hey, you're not my type," I'm like, "Okay, look, I'm, on, I'm only going to follow them for another couple more weeks, and then I'll see what happens." You know, so they need to be clear.
0: Okay, I got. I want a woman's opinion, Julia. When a when I, you, you tell a guy, you know, I'm not interested, or let's say someone you dated, but you just you don't want to revisit that, you don't want to rekindle the relationship. Um, where is the line that says? A guy won't give up that easy versus a guy that is really a stalker and he's crazy.
2: Uh, your question, could you repeat it? I'm sorry. You yeah, said, uh, the let line? me put it
0: another way. Yeah, that fine line. You know, it's like when a woman says, I'm not interested, or it was a guy that she dated, it was a guy she went out with a couple of times. There's this thing where some men, uh, some men just like a challenge and they figure, well, let me try just a little bit harder. When does a little bit harder turn into too much into stalking?
2: You know what? I think what Anthony said is really right, because I'll be honest, that there's people that I was not interested in. I let them know, nah, I'm not really feeling you, but I didn't give that firm, like, leave me alone. So they persisted, and two of them did end up uh, winning my heart, <laughs> So I think it really, I don't think it has to do with the other person. I think it has to do with the woman and saying, you know, clearly, I'm not interested. This cannot go any further. And then following that up with action. A lot of times, you know, we're unclear, like he said, either being too polite or giving mixed signals. I've been guilty of that myself, and I've definitely seen a lot of women guilty of that. Um, so I just think that that responsibility there falls on the woman more so to just be clear and to be assertive with what they oh. want.
0: Oh. Wow. Okay, here's the next one. Stalkers display an obsessive personality. Now, what that is suggesting is they're not just interested in, totally obsessed with the person they're pursuing. Pursuing. They're every waking Centers on their, I'm going to use the term victim. And every plan the stock has for the future involves the victim. bad part about this is the victim has no doggone clue of this. And ask yourself this is the person totally involved and completely overwhelmed with pursuing someone who has not and never will have any interest in them uh, or in you or you having them? If you find yourself being obsessive in your thinking, and someone more than likely that's doing it, trust me, you are displaying other psychological personality problems and disorders. More than likely, uh, if you have been in a public environment like a public school even or just at a job, you have demonstrated paranoia, some delusional thinking, and according to this professor, R. Malloy, these stalkers have rigid personality, maladaptive styles. These disorders in themselves are very stable and not treatable. You know, there are drugs out there, you know, that can probably calm this fool down for a minute, but they're not going to stop the problem. So if you see that you're dealing with someone that has an obsessive personality, you might want to file some legal protections like a restraining order, a protective order. Or uh, in many instances, that person is not going to change. So you just need to take that Facebook post down, and you know, kind of uh, unfortunately disrupt your life in order to make keep and have a life. Now, here's the next one. Stalkers are hold on, above D. Hold on, D. Average. Hold on. Go ahead.
1: D, let me. Okay, I I give you an example of what you were just talking about. I've I've been stalked like two times, but one of the times was at work. It was somebody I worked with, and I, because I used to do some traveling therapy before I got into comedy, and I was at a rehab center, inpatient rehab center, and it was, it was this beautiful occupational therapy department, this other girls in the physical therapy department. We have to work together, sat down and talked to her, and I should have known the first clue. I was like, so are you married? Because she didn't have a ring on, and she said, well, I'm not happily married. So see, right then, that should have been a red flag. But she was so good-looking, you know, sometimes you don't see the red flags when they're hot. You know what I mean? So we mm-hmm. start working together. I start to get pages like, you know, Anthony Trino, show up to room. You need, you're need you needed in room sex. I would show up to these rooms, and she would be naked on the bed in these rooms. And she would always so show up you know, behind you. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm You know... And I mean, at first it's fun. It's for this and that. But then it just it, it just got worse and worse. You know, you you start to get to the point. She's doing things in public. She should me invited me to the football game with her family, and her husband didn't show up. You know, she's sitting in my lap. I'm like, what's – And everywhere I went, I'm I'm staying in a hotel room 45 minutes from the facility. She shows up at my hotel room one night. I'm like, what, you know? And after, you know, we got done making love and everything. I started asking questions. I was like, look, why are you here? <laughs> but you know what? I'm doing. I, had, I had to get her fired. Eventually, she would not leave me alone. It came to the point I had to go report her and get her fired. So yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. Sometimes you got to take serious action. At first, it was kind of fun, you know. You get caught up in it. Then when you tell her, look, this ain't working out, or whatever. She wouldn't back off. I actually had to go to human resources and have her fired from her job. So, I mean, I don't get too many women chasing me. So, if I got to stop you by getting you fired, it's some serious stuff.
0: Well, that plays into this next thing that I wanted to go to. There was a movie that came out uh, maybe a decade and a half ago called Fatal Attraction and in that movie there uh there's a character that I think it's Glenn Close or someone plays where this woman is just nice she's very brilliant she is very supportive and she helps the guy in business cuz I, I remember when i had my stalker incident uh, one of them this um the, the lady saw me was reading my um, post on Facebook and a couple of television and radio interviews and what have you. And we got to be friends, and she said, would really love to help you.
1: She threw this event
0: uh, for me that was really a nice event. And the next thing I know, it went from help to control. So I'm going to give you the next step in spotting a stalker. One, stalkers are not stupid people. Believe it or not, most stalkers have an above-average intelligence, and they are typically smarter than the run-of-the-mill person with mental problems. They will go to great lengths to obtain information about their victims, or to find victims victims that uh, who have even secretly moved. They have been known to hack into computers, tap your telephone take jobs at uh, utility companies or are, are, uh, getting um with people that work. It. Like let's say you have your phone is with Sprint. They will friend or have a friend that works at Sprint and give them your name and get your information. Uh, another thing that they do is they will search public records. They will show up on your job. Now here's the really funny one is sometimes these same stalkers are very good at creating a facade that makes them appear to be the victim. So what they will do is they will play the role of the person that has been victimized, taken advantage of, rejected, used. They will actually manufacture the evidence to substantiate these claims. So uh, just so in case some of you are getting lost, I'll give you an example. One is they will go and invest money with you and then are or give you money you didn't even ask for, and then they'll say you use them and took their money or they will go and buy you a gift or give you a present and then they will say that you just use them in order to receive this gift or present. They will make social connections for you by hooking you up with people, opening doors, referring clients to you and then they will turn around and use that to character assassinate you and say well you know what I was so nice I tried to help them and look what they've done to me. All of this and a calculated move to not only make the, the object of their desire look like they are the uh the victimizer when in fact they are being victimized by stalkers. So do not underestimate one of these people. Then it says most don't have a relationship uh outside the one they're trying to reestablish or the one they have imagined exists between uh, them and their victim. Now, here's a way that a lot of people are, are going to really mask being dysfunctional. These people are used owners. They become so desperate to obtain a relationship that any associations they had with other people, they kind of kick them to the curb. And These people are obsessed with either being at church all the time, being at work all the time, or with the friends and relatives of their ex-relationship. So when you find people that you broke up with three years ago that are still hanging out with your sister and hanging out with and calling your mom or that they are still associating with your coworkers or the places that you frequent, That is a huge red flag and especially, I'm going to say this to men as well as women because we often think these stalkers are men when in fact the majority of stalkers from some of the statistics I was able to find are men but the majority was slim. It was actually somewhere between the 40, 60 split range. So at any given point, your stalker may be even the same sex as you, and they're not looking at you sexually. They could be looking at you as an icon or as an idol they worship. Now, here's the next one. Stalkers do not display discomfort or anxiety that people should naturally feel during certain situations. Julia mentioned earlier about the guy that saw her at a club, and uh, I guess like Andy said, he wanted to make sure that she wasn't being stalked, so he stalked her to make sure no one else was doing it. But see, normal (laughs) individuals would be extremely embarrassed to get caught following people or going through their trash, or looking for information about them, or leaving notes, be they obscene or not. But the other inappropriate behavior displayed by stalkers can be a lot more subtle. Here's a few things. If you notice that within a given week, the same person happens to bump into you in two places you freak, that may be a red flag. Another thing is if all of a sudden you are getting calls. And what I, I don't mean booty calls and I get stop being a pervert. But what I do mean is, you know, that butt dial on the phone where you kind of accidentally hit your cell phone and call someone, and then someone goes, oh, I don't know how I call you. Anyway, how are you doing? That is another red flag. And then the last thing that I would suggest you really, really pay attention to is when – that person ends up being a friend of a friend. That's right. People will reach you through bank shots. And what I mean by bank shots is they come up with situations, circumstances, and reasons to be in the same place at the same time that you are via your connections. Anyway, we're going to be right back. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the things that actually will let you know why am I being stalked, and who is a stalker. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. We'll be right back in 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Von Young. Today's show topic Somebody is watching me. I have my guest on the show, uh, famous comedian Anthony Torino, and my producer Julia is on. And what we're talking about is stalkers. So now I want to talk about different types of stalkers. And uh, first, I want you to hear this stalkers can be put into a number of different categories based on the motivation of their stalking behavior. Any individual stalker may or may not fit into the categories that I'm about to present. However, these sections are intended to give people that are victims of stalkers some of the typical motivations, personality characteristics, behaviors for different types of stalkers. Now, furthermore, I want women especially to look at this because this is going to tell you about some of the triggers and how you can prevent negative consequences from stalking and predictive behaviors. Now, uh, Anthony, this is the first one. I think you understand, you've said you understand this one. This is the rejected stalker. Now, I'm going to give this, and I'd like for either guys to comment when I get finished, but I'm going to break this down into three sections. First, the motivations. The reject stalker begins to stalk after the person, be it a romantic partner or a close friendship, has ended the relationship and indicates that they want to move on. And then the second part of this, they want to be in that relationship again or they want to just seek revenge on the person. So stalking is always motivated by attraction. Sometimes it can be Indicted, and and what happens in this type of stalker? Here's some personality traits. So that way, if you're dating one of these crazy folks, you know it. They ha- they may have well, a D, high D, level of. Um, why would you? Go
1: ahead, go why ahead. would you assume? Why would you assume? I think it's, ah, you must know me pretty well, that I would identify with the rejected stalker. That's what I think is funny. Do you see that, Julia? He's like, oh, Anthony, you're going to relate to this one because you've been rejected many times. (laughs) And then right after that is the revenge stalker. He wants to get (laughs) revenge. He knows me very well. He has seen me date.
0: (laughs) So, okay, dude, let's just say I did not mean for that to apply to you. Uh, Here's the personality Of this rejected stalker They have high levels Of narcissism and jealousy Or they may Have feelings of being humiliated (laughs) Or they were overly dependent on that relationship, meaning that everything was, you know, built around this your this their relationship with you. If you're the victim, or if you're the person, that doesn't even realize you're presenting these tendencies. You may have an overdependence on someone else, and these people typically have poor social skills. So the behaviors that you see is that they are the most persistent, intrusive type of stalker. Number one, they're most likely. To employ intimidation and uh, and possibly uh, assault physically their victims and there is more than like a history of violence or psychological and verbal abu- abuse with this type of a stalker and they are absolutely the most resistant to efforts aimed at ending their stalking so when you're dealing with the rejected stalker even a restraining order or a protective order may not work, so you might want to go get you a concealed and carry permit.
1: Yes, yeah, see, okay, now, now, now that you one. explained uh-huh. it, D, you were right. You were right. Now that you explained it in detail, I had me pegged perfectly. You were right. I'm not bad.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm wrong. i <laughs> <laughs> you had to
0: tell meds today. <laughs> okay, here's the, I'm trying here's to be the other one. Okay. <laughs> Julia, get his, get some water and give him his man. Okay, here's the <laughs> next one. Resentful stalker. Now, the motivation of the resentful stalker is they want to frighten or distress their victim. They stalk the victim to get revenge against someone that has upset them. Or they view the victim as being similar to other people who have humiliated their past. Or they make themselves a victim, which I just mentioned earlier, by strike. Now, the personality is often somebody that is irrationally paranoid about That's the person is like, what you looking at me like that for? you know, oh, I guess you just don't want to talk to me. When you see that type of personality, and here's their characteristics, folks, they stalk victims that may have upset them directly or represent a group which they do not like or have previously rejected them. And then they, this is what's really scary about the resentful stalk. they will stalk somebody that uh, they know or could be a complete, stranger. And the last thing, here's their behaviors. They can be the most obsessive and enduring type of stalker. They are more than likely going to verbally threaten their victims. And they are the one least likely to physically assault you um and they don't want to go to jail. But they are likely to stop stalking if they are confronting legal actions early on. But the longer you let this stuff continue, the more that you're probably going to have a problem to deal with. Now, here's the next one, the predatory stalker. The motivation for this one is they stalk their victims as part of a plan to attack them, uh, kind of like if you see an animal on the hunt. And they are motivated by the, 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 in their head, the promise of sexual gratification. And it's about power. So if you're like um, asking at a club, you might want to put your damn clothes on and go get a regular job because you're really setting yourself up for this guy. Or if you are that person that just feels so defiant that you're going to walk around half-naked and you're wondering why God guy keeps looking at you and flirting, red flag, girls, Often, this guy has poor self-esteem and is a sexual deviant. They also have very poor social skills, especially in romantic relationships. And their IQ, well, let's just put it this way. They're not the smart person in the room. And they will also stalk people they know are complete strange in IQ behaviors where you can spot this fool a mile off, okay? They usually do not harass or come in contact with their victim while stalking them. However are uh they they will have a of attack and they may engage in these behaviors. They will survey you. They will you know that phone call you get and you hello, hello, and that fool ain't on the phone. They also have fetishes. They may be a peeping tom. Um sometimes they are into bondage and they like you know like to be spanked and be you know get punished for what they're doing so if you have this type of person they may stalk you for a short period a shorter period of time than anyone else but they are more than likely to have prior sexual criminal convictions uh, where they have done the same thing to other people. Now, the worst part of the predatory stalker is they are the most uh, – they have the highest potential to commit a rape or other sexual crime against you, which goes, takes me so, to the next stalker.
1: Oh, go ahead. Well, hold on, D. So that, that's what I learned from what you're saying, Then is i got to stop going to the club dancing shirtless in my booty shorts. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, nobody, yeah, I
0: mean, nobody that's the visual, me. man that I just <laughs> before lunch today. Oh, yeah. you?
1: No, I've been doing, I've been doing crunches. I got a six pack now. I've been doing crunches. Plus, I've never had a woman stalk me from sexual gratification. I've never had that happen. I'm working on that part right now. So,
2: what, <laughs> you, you working,
1: working on? getting on one to stop you <laughs> sexual. <laughs> yeah, I've never had that happen. Hopefully, one day somebody's satisfied and they'll tell a friend. So.
0: Okay, now we're gonna to have to step it up, Julia in Jesus' name, we touch and agree that Anthony will be relieved of his body <laughs> okay. um here's the Here's the next one the intimacy seeker. the motivation for this one they seek to establish an intimate, loving relationship with the victim. Many believe the victim is in love with them, which obviously this is a damn delusion. And they believe that the victim may be the only person, the only person who can satisfy their desires. Now, this is one, like Andy, when I talk, we were talking before the show, and I was telling Andy, you know, there are things that we do, and we are actually setting ourselves up to look like a stalker to other people, and we don't even can know it. You know, and that is when we start idolizing other people. Uh, they, uh, they, we start thinking they really feel something for us. And they don't. This crap is all in our head. Or we feel because, like in Julia's case, here's a guy that bought her a drink and said, "Hi, how are you doing?" That he felt like, okay, because I've invested some time and five dollars in her, that there's some reciprocity because she accepted my gift. So uh, I guess I'd like to ask Julia, do you think there are ways that women kind of protect themselves by not uh, making or availing themselves to acts that appear to be on the surface innocent and kind, but really they're uh, acts of manipulation in order to, uh, I guess, put someone in a I've done some for you, not some for me situation?
2: Um, I was told by men that anything that involves money, a purchase, that a man sees it as an investment. He's invested in you, and at some point he's going to want a return on his investment in some kind of way. Now, that's kind of a harsh way to think about it, but that's always what I've heard. So.
1: And it's true. What I mean, say? I'm not speaking. For me, it's true. It's true. D. If that's how you solve that problem, and I hate to be the one to break the the seal on this, but if I go out with a woman, which is very rare, but if I do, she's gonna pay for her meal, she's gonna pay for her drink,
0: because
1: because I'ma weed them out. If you if you're looking at me to foot the bill, okay, you see you hear some of these women like you ain't paying my bill. If I'm paying your meal and your drinks, those are called groceries. I'm paying your bills, okay? So buy your own stuff. Take your own money, get your own stuff. Then a woman don't have to worry about it's tit for tat. You know what I'm saying? Literally. It's women, you want to be independent, act independent. This ain't a gift. A man ain't buying you a drink. It's a gift. It's, he's, he's playing the slots in Las Vegas. He's buying three other women drinks. So it ain't just $5 in you. He's got $20 on the table. Something's going to have to turn up. So, and ladies, if you want to stay out of this position, then pay for your own stuff. I'm going to shut up now.
0: Wow. Well, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to speak to men and women on this one. One, never give somebody anything expecting any return, anything in return, because there is a this reciprocity, uh, altruistic component to the psyche. And what I mean by that is, if you go to uh, an airport and you see people wearing damn bed sheets and they hand you a flower and ask you for a donation. You notice they didn't ask you for the donation first. They handed you the flower. And the reason being is that most people will feel a sense of obligation uh, once they have been benefacted in some way. So here's what I'm going to say to both genders. If you're going to give, give from the bottom of your heart. Make sure that you don't have any expectations because you're setting yourself up to and this person doesn't isn't revealing you. Now, in this intimacy uh, seeker, stalker, that person is often a very shy, isolated person. Often they live alone. They lack any sort of intimate relationship in their lives, and they may have never had an intimate relationship, and they are likely to have a mental disorder such as schizophrenia uh, or erotomania, or a narcissistic personality disorder, and I'm going to say just look that stuff up because the show is too short to give you all the details, but they may stalk an acquaintance or complete strangers, and here's the behaviors. If they recognize they are being rejected, they become indifferent, sometimes rude, threatening, or they may even get violent. The other thing is they may engage in behavior such as writing letters to the victim, uh, calling them on the phone or sending the victim gifts, and they even become jealous if the victim enters or continues a romantic relationship with another person. Now, uh, what's the uh, duration? The this is among the most persistent types of stalkers, and they have been known to harass people longer than any other type. And they and and they are usually if this if you allow this on. They don't give a damn about you filing a protective order or a restraining order or even moving because in their mind what they do is they see going around your blocks, your legal sanctions, or going around and finding where you move to is they do that, and they and their thing is, look, I'm proving how much I love you because look at how I went out my way to be with now I'm going to give you these next two. These guys are really not, and this is the incompetent suitor. The motivation for this one is they have a desire to start a romantic or intimate relationship with the victim. I mean, they have a sincere, and but they are also impaired because they have undeveloped social and courting skills. So the personality for this type of person is one that's kind of like cut off from other people's feelings, and they believe that people should be attracted to them just. And here's your warning sign This is another person that's not exactly Got all the cookies in the damn jar If you get my drift So usually their characteristics are They only stalk acquaintances Very Rarely will they pick a complete stranger And their behavior is this So ladies and gentlemen Pay attention to this one They repeatedly ask you out on dates Even after you reject them they repeatedly keep calling on the phone even when they get your voicemail, and they keep trying to or touch you in an inappropriate way no matter how much you do this. Now, the good part about this incompetent suitor is just that they are incompetent, and they stalk people for shorter periods of time on average than any other stalker. Uh, they are likely to have done this to lots of other people in the past, and they will more than likely, even if you humor them, they're going to continue to discrep in the future, not just with you, but with lots of other people. But the good news is the incompetent stalker, when they find out the police are involved, they will leave you leave you totally alone, and they will go get some help on their own. So, you know, that's, there is hope for that one. But this next one. This erotomaniac (laughs) and the morbidly infatuated—they believe that they are loved by the victim. They actually believe that uh, even though the victim has done nothing to suggest that they care, they may have even made statements that they are not interested. No, thank you. I don't want to go out. This fool reinterprets what is being said, and they just, to them, says, yeah she's saying that, but she really loves me. Or, you know, he said that he has a girlfriend, but he likes me. You know, it, it's like they've got this own thing going on in, in their head. And then they make an imaginary romantic life with with you, the victim. Or if you're doing it with somebody, your crazy ass is the victim. But then it says they believe that the, the imagined romance will eventually lead to marriage. Now here's the personality. These people suffer from one of these psychological problems, either acute paranoia. And when I say I mean they are paranoid, like smoke some weed, looking around the room for a fly paranoid, and then or they're delusional. And these problems are usually just you know, like the result of different types of mental illness. So if someone tells you they may be bipolar or borderline personality disorder. Hey, red flag, uh red draw bridge and let the alligators loose because they are probably getting ready to fixate on you. Now The thing is, these people always and more than likely choose people of higher social status. So, Andy, these are people that are looking at you in the audience while you're on stage, bro. And that's your erotomaniac. so like you know how you said you wanted that lover, I think this is how you might get one, man.
1: hey, this is hey, true love conquers all d true love conquers restraining orders, protective orders, security systems, it don't no matter. it's all about the romance, that's what it's about,. <laughs>
0: You know something, uh, you and I really, really have a long talk after Church Sunday. Um, <laughs> here's another thing, and, and and I want you to hear that these are some people that are basically uh, purportedly stalker types. Now, don't go writing me letters, but I'm going to give you some. ex inmates the people that have been locked down, uh the 71% or at least 71% of women in Texas who reported being the victim victim of a stalker indicate that the stalker is either a current or a former inmate partner so that means that this you you, you went digging in the trash so don't be surprised when you pull out some trash and then
1: and that's true that, geez, that's true cuz when I when I was doing time When I was locked up, Pookie on cell block C, he was up in my cell all the time. So I'm telling you, always look out for the ex-con, always. (laughs) Hey, you're laughing, but here's here's another
0: frightening statistic on the real. Twenty-nine of these women that were involved in these type of uh, relationships end up being sexually assaulted by that same guy. So, you know, uh, ladies... Don't be writing these fools when they go to jail. Just let them go and get you a new man. uh, Also, it says ex-inmates are four times more likely to be physically assaulted and six times more likely to be sexually assaulted than women who were not stalked by a former romantic partner. Um, They are uh, doing these acts for harassment. They are repeated phone calls, always following threats of violence, actual violence, and you know, just forced sex. So if you see this in a person that you are currently dating or were involved with, you might want to stop that sooner than later. Now here's the next one, friends, acquaintances. Um, these people have been stalked by intimacy seekers, or, or again, the incompetent suitor, the people that you know. So what you might not want to do is uh, in any way escalate this. These people's grudges end up being personal threats, damage to your property, uh, theft of your pets. God, that's really sick. Or uh, just kind of like stalking you and watching you from afar. And then they will target your friends and family. So law enforcement uh, getting involved in this is difficult because a resentful stalker is a neighbor because their residence is such close proximity to the victim. So most of these friends and acquaintance type stars are people that, like Anthony said, you end up working with or or they live in your neighborhood. Now, here's the next two. Professional contacts. The people that you work with, you need to be very careful of not getting your honey where you get your money. That is a big no-no, and a lot of doctors are people that you met either affiliated with your workplace, close to your workplace, or because of your workplace. And then the last one, Andy, this one fits you. It's just because you're famous. When you're a public figure, man, you are going to attract incompetent suitors, uh, erotomaniacs, and resentful stalkers. So the famous people may be stalked by a number of different stalkers and typically a number of different stalkers at the same
1: time. What do you guys think about that? Hey, I think, you know, this is, you know, uh, the it boils down to, and this sounds horrible coming from a man, but... In the end, I think me and Julia talked about this earlier. If you got a stalker, a woman has to handle the stalker. As Julia said, a couple of pre stalkers turn into relationships dated. So if <laughs> you're interested in them. A- Wait a minute. Is she- a That's what she said. What the hell is a well, pre stalker? A pre-stalker somebody that could have been a stalker, <laughs> but you ended up dating them. <laughs> because you know as well as well, I, I, I your Get you yourself
0: out of this,
2: please. <laughs> you know what? He's right. Cause on, those Judy. relationships ended up poorly. And if I had just women, if we recognize the signs, there's a lot of stuff. And, you know, men, too, there's stuff that we think is cute, but really they're red flags. You know, we think it's cute right. if somebody doesn't want us to talk to anyone else. You know they want us only with them all the time. Initially we're like, oh, that person really likes me a lot. Mm mm, red flag. So no, right. he's right.
1: And if you're yeah, and if you're a man and you got a stalker and you're having a problem with that, what is wrong with you? You can never have enough <laughs> women chasing you. I don't understand. I mean, I couldn't have a stalker. All those stalkers you lifted, good, good, bring them all. That's how. You're if you're a man and you got a problem with a stalker, you need to be talked to. That's what I get to say.
0: About. But I've never seen a man just want to stalk okay. Uh I'm going to say this. Here some things that you can do to avoid being stalked, okay? First thing, watch what you put out there. When we go in, we live in a high-tech world and the dating scene is strange so much, most people work 40 hours or more each week having very little time to get out and meet new people. So we're using dating services, personal ads are participating in these groups on Facebook, but that is also uh, allowing strangers to get up in your life, and that does pose certain risks. You know, be careful that the things that you put out there, like uh, when you place personal ads, there are certain precautions you need to take. Statistics uh, show that over 25% of women who have been stalked is started on the Internet. So first, ladies gentlemen, um, you know, if you're somebody like me and it's your brand profession, okay, you probably do have to use your real name. But if you're in just one of these groups something, if possible, don't use your real name. It will it will uh spare you a lot of potential crap because once someone gets your real name, they can pull up your residence, uh, and this is really not safe for women and it's not safe for men either because uh with the internet stalkers can and some sites will give you a damn map right up to somebody's front. And if you have, if you're a single parent, you're definitely putting your kids in danger as well. Second, do not tell somebody that you've been chatting with named Pookie or someone on the internet where, where you live. You know that is just really stupid. And when you start giving up information like where you're high, where you went to high school, uh, your hometown. People can start piecing together information to really start going cycle on you and and looking you up. Now, here's the next one. Keep your friends and family informed. Most singles, you know, at least I know I don't, I don't hang out at bars. And, and, um, you know, even though I may date someone, I'm still a single guy, I'm not married, and I definitely want to turn corner, just like I'm thinking most single people that are listening to this show. We all want to have that very special person in our life. However, when you go and put an ad on something like eHarmony, Craigslist, Match.com, or even if you're a freak and you want to get your freak on through something like Adult Finder and you start saying how much you like to sub toes, be spanked, and whatever, these things are giving a gateway toward you. And what happened is really clever stalkers, like there was uh, one that I'm going to give a quick example because I know we're running on time, that one lady was running an ad for a babysitter, and it got her murdered because a stalker found this ad that this lady named Katherine Olson put on, and unknowingly she played right into the hands of the killer Michael Anderson who ended up murdering her. And this could have been avoided if Catherine would have just met Anderson in a public place. Again, in respect to a Craigslist ad, Julia Brisman was led uh, led to her murder. Uh, Markoff, another site posting that resulted in tragedy on fitness singles. This guy was a workout freak and ended up being murdered by another workout freak. So let's be really careful. And then it's um, very important for us to realize that most uh, stalkers, are being educated by the people that they are stalking. So with that said, before you go and do anything else, make sure that you're protecting yourself and just using a bit of common sense. Now, the show is about to wrap. if someone wants to get some of your crazy-ass comedy CDs or some video or come and perform live now, where are you going to be uh in the next couple of weeks or so or how can they look you up and get in contact with you.
1: They can get me at the Anthony Torino Experience dot com is my website and in fact I'm in San Antonio next week. I'm featuring at the River Center Comedy Club from the July tenth to the fourteenth. So come on out to that and I'm in Vegas the next week after that. So, um, if, you, if you're in the Texas area in San Antonio, come on down July 10th to the 14th at River Center Comedy Club, and I'll be there featuring and say hello. And if you're on Craigslist and you like to suck toes, please come up and introduce yourself to me. <laughs>
0: Uh, you know, this is the one time that I'm going to definitely reiterate that the opinions of my guests are not my opinions, especially this guest, because Anthony is crazy, but I love the death. Uh, I just want to wish you a good week, America. You've been listening to Conversation with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. And remember this, there is somebody out there for everybody. Don't settle if you can't get anybody else to love you. <laughs> Love yourself. Have a great day. I love you. I will talk Sunday night at 7.30 on Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Have a safe and happy Fourth of July weekend. Bye now.